Hello and welcome back to another episode of Stoic Spirituality, a podcast where I look through, parse through, and dissect insights from books that I feel are important that I've read throughout these last few years. My name is Jagan and I'm just a student of the human experience trying to disseminate some information that I've learned throughout the last few years. If you remember in the last few episodes, we talked about the idea of the 32 strategies of war, strategy number eight. Picking your battles carefully. We talked about the idea of making sure that your battles do not cost more than the actual victory. Ensuring that you face off your strengths against everyone else's weaknesses. And realizing that when you have less, you are more inventive. And there's a golden mean to work with to find the greatest benefit to your own self. For more detailed check out those previous episodes, we're going to talk on this episode about tactics for your economy in your fighting. Remember, there are many tactics to succeed. There are many tactics to win by sheer willpower and grit and determination. But to strategically do such a thing will cost less effort and will yield greater benefits. Some of these may be, for some of you, unethical. Some of these may be, for some of you, immoral. And some may be normal or perfectly okay. These strategies are not all intended to be used at once, nor do they even need to be used at all. They are just options presented to allow yourself to consider. The first one is deception. As I said, some of these may be unethical or immoral. Deception is something that costs relatively little, but yields powerful results. Deception isn't just all about lying. It's about hiding your true intentions behind a veil. And by doing this, you can allow yourself to gather intelligence about an opponent or a situation. You can plant misinformation if you would like to divert people from your overall true goal. And you can use propaganda in its own sense by posturing that you're doing something when you're actually working through the opposite. So... As someone who holds himself to a very high standard in terms of honor and trying to do the best I can, this is not something that I would recommend. Not only because does it seem like it's a little bit on the immoral side, but because this has the opportunity to backfire. Because there are two ways this can turn on you. One, if you get exposed for your deception publicly, your reputation will never be the same. It'll be very hard for someone to trust you again because of your past mistake. And the second one, and the more dangerous one, is if your opponent or enemy realizes that you're being deceptive but doesn't tell you about it. Then they have one up over you, and in this case, the hunter becomes the hunted. All your deception will be known by the op opposition without you knowing that your deception has been figured out. So you will run yourself into the ground by trying to be deceptive, but the other person just brushes you by and doesn't trust your word. And your the intention of the deception is gone. So, instead of using this all the time, use it very, very, very sparingly, and use it very, very, very subtly, if at all. Next thing is picking your battles carefully by looking for opponents that you can beat. This may seem like there is a sense of unfairness to it, but think of it this way. If we're going to pull up a medieval example again, 
and you walk into a battle, there is no concept of fairness in a battle. When you face another person in single combat, there's never going to be a fair difference. Because there's going to be someone who has an edge in training. Someone who's going to have an edge in skill. Someone who's going to have an edge in weight, in strength, or some other manifestation of this. So by trying to create this false moralistic ideology of fairness, you lose out on perfect strategy. By looking for opponents that you can beat, you allow yourself to gain victories easily, not only boosting your own morale, but allowing your reputation to grow in whatever endeavor you seek to pursue. In this tactic, you have to avoid those who have nothing to lose. Remember the death run, or we talked about being backed into a corner in previous episodes. Remember that those who fight with nothing to lose will never allow you to have an easy victory. They will fight till their last dying breath, and you will endure a pirate victory, where the costs far outweigh the benefits of said victory. Remember that easy victories, as I mentioned before, result in an increase in morale and result in an increase in motivation, determination, discipline. So by crafting yourself and building yourself up, by choosing your battles carefully, you allow yourself the opportunity to become more strategic and better in what you are doing and being more economical in how you are fighting. When you allow yourself to pick any battle with no reconciliation, no ideology, no thoughts given to it, you find yourself stuck in a rut, fighting against an enemy you cannot beat or might beat at a much larger cost than a similar enemy who you could have attacked their weaknesses with your strengths to gain a more easy victory. So by picking your battles, looking for opponents you can beat, you fight the right battles with the right amount of power and the right amount of strength. So overall in this episode, we've covered what deception is and looking for opponents you can beat. And by doing two of these tactics, you can simplify or make it easier for you to fight the right battles in an economic sense. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Stoic Spirituality. And if you'd like to hear more content, please try to drop me a follow on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram at Stoic Spirituality. And if you'd like to have some one-on-one coaching, feel free to check the link on the bottom of this podcast and schedule a free 20-minute sample session to create something great together. Thank you so much and see you guys next time.